Too Close for Podcast. Back once again. I'm Marty Catola. I'm not. That is true. And uh, we're back again, as I just said. Again. Today, tonight, whenever you're listening to this, we're talking about episode 211, which debuted on January 12th, 1982. April and September, because this is a young and old relationship episode. This time we find Henry is asleep. It's 2 a.m. and Muriel is eating chips and reading in bed. The bag noise wakes Henry up and then he realizes that April isn't home from her date yet. When April does make it home, Henry decides to go have a talk with her about her late hours. April tells Henry that she's going to be going to New York with her boyfriend Don. So the next morning at breakfast, April tells Henry that her and Don will be sharing a two-bedroom suite and that Don is old enough to be her father. When Henry finds out that Don is in fact 49 years old, he insists on meeting Don when he comes to pick April up for her date. When Don shows up, he makes a joke about being Henry's age, which doesn't sit too well with Henry. So Henry asks April to leave the room so he can talk with Don, and then he asks Don what he sees in a 22-year-old. Don tells Henry that it's like an adventure to see life through the eyes of a young person. Henry thinks that they're both being ridiculous. Then Don asks April to move in with him. Well, that's act one. That's a lot of stuff happening in one act there. So, later on, at some point, Monroe shows up to help move April's stuff out. And talk about a lot of stuff. Henry tells Muriel that he never should have let a relative move in with him. Maybe Henry should remember this for the future and only let people like Monroe, who's not related, move in. Or the yet as unnamed Muriel's mother. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's a relative. That is a relative. So Monroe comes out of April's room with a shopping cart full of stuff. I think the shopping cart was in the room already. It would have to be. Because she be. used to be a street person, so she'd have a shopping cart on hand. Monroe didn't bring it with him. So then Monroe, when he's taking the shop, you can hear him clunk, 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 fall going down the stairs way too quick. So Monroe apparently falls down the stairs or loses all the stuff at least, at the least. Falls on the accordion. Oh yeah, the accordion. Wonk, wonk, literally. And then he comes back upstairs with a bunch of boxes, which he also drops. The whole time, Henry and Muriel are arguing about April moving in with Don. Then Monroe comes out of April's room with a big lizard and a cage. And he goes downstairs, but he quickly returns with an empty cage, which... So Henry and Muriel jump up on the couch, and that's pretty much act two. Says Monroe, he's looking for the, the lizard. And the lizard ate the steering wheel of the car, apparently. Oh, this lizard's, yeah, this lizard's out of control. <laughs> and later on, he'll eat a flashlight. And it wasn't the one that had the rolled-up money in it. Uh, we never did determine that, but probably not. We don't even know about that yet. We shouldn't even... Spoiler alert. <laughs> that night, Henry comes home, and Don follows him upstairs, because apparently he'd been waiting outside to talk to him. 
he wants to talk about April. Don thinks that April is moving way too fast and she's getting too serious and wants Henry to tell April that he wants to break up with her and cries as he leaves. Monroe comes back to get the rest of April's things with April in tow right behind him. Henry tells April that Don has changed his mind and doesn't want to move in with her. And she tells Henry that he was right all along and they hug it out. That's act three. Okay, so we had April. Yes, we did have April. She was once again the focus of the entire episode. And the guest star, Don Kellogg, who maybe ran the Kellogg company. That's why he had all that money for Maseratis and what was the other car that was getting cleaned? Something like that, anyway. Rolls Royce. Yeah, I didn't see the Rolls Royce parked across the street. Henry Sweaters. Slippery Rock State College. Do we know where that's at? I could look it up. That would be in Pennsylvania. Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. They call themselves Slippery Rock University nowadays. Back in the day, they were Slippery Rock State College. Maybe maybe it's something different. And you Slippery Rock alumnus right now are screaming at the podcast, get it right. Monroe was definitely wearing stripes. Definitely wearing stripes. Objects out the window. Henry was looking out the window, then Muriel was looking out the window. If I didn't know better, I think we were watching that episode from a few weeks ago. Well, maybe, no, it was last week. Where April came home at 3 in the morning, or 2.30 in the morning. Strange thing about that? Last week's episode was production number 209. This is production number 213. There's supposed to be four weeks between these two episodes. Next week, we will go back in time to production number 212. The episode that happened a week before this. The week after that, we go back to 211. And then it all matches back up with episode 214. Stay tuned, it will make sense. Henry pointed eight times again. This is a tie for most pointing incidents in an episode. This is tied with episode uh, 208, which was the remaking of Monroe. Well, you had to point a lot in that one, because even Monroe was pointing. Henry had one good stammer. New, 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 new. New York. New, new, new. Well, there's, you know, the whole second season, I count Andrew appearances or mentions, although he's still a fetus at this point, but the mention was, I'm eating for two people. Which is why I have to eat Doritos and crackers in the bed in the middle of the night while I'm supposed to be sleeping, wearing earrings. <laughs> mm. We had the long intro with Monroe and the cookbook. As you were pointing out, the two variances of the intro. One, you have the shamed-looking Monroe, like he did something wrong. And the other one, where he doesn't care about anything in the world, and he's just slopping that stuff off the cookbook. It was Thanksgiving, as I recall. The many faces of Monroe. Yeah, I'd say that was a disheveled Henry Hare moment when 
he uh, said, it sounds to me like he's trying to get rid of his wife, and he tried to take his bite of his toast, and that rag hit him in the head. Although you could almost count a second disheveled Henry Hare incident when he almost runs into April after they do their little routine in Act 1 where, I'm going to go this way, and oh, I didn't see you. I'm going to go in the kitchen. Where are you? I walked over here. It's very much like a uh, Scooby-Doo looking for the, uh, the monster routine. We had three of those music cues that I keep track of. We had a five note, and we had two one notes. Old young relationship? Yes. The entire focus of the episode, April and Dawn. Why, it's even in the episode title. I'm going to give this one a three on a scale of one to five. I know I do that a lot, give them a three, but that's just how I feel about most of season two. Although there are some classics coming up. Maybe, maybe I'll feel better about next week's. You never know. This one is still a pretty good one, though. We did have a, a fair share of bizarre, odd happenings. Where did that lizard come from? She's been keeping it, <laughs> She's been in, the keeping room it in there the this whole time. And we also had Poncho April, who will make a return appearance in a few weeks. But that one actually took place before this one. It's confusing. And in that Act 3, when she's talking to Henry, she looks a lot like Mary Gross. Let's not forget Monroe going down the stairs. That's true. That was a good one. Monroe can fall down the stairs endlessly and not get hurt until this one episode later. And it's like, oh no. Why are you concerned? Because you thought that the stairs would not hurt Monroe and then it turned out the stairs didn't hurt him anyway. <laughs> no no wonder Henry's mad all the time. He's falling down the stairs all the time. <laughs> so it's, it's out of control. I barely touched him. He just he fell down the stairs. I don't know what happened. So what did we learn this week? It was okay for April, not Jackie or Sarah. We've actually learned that before, but to we did it. in with an older man. Yeah. If it was my own kids, I'd feel weird about it. Okay. Next week. A classic. But aren't they all? This one's really a classic. A fan for Henry. I'm going to read the uh, wiki's description of this one, because I like it more than my own. A fan of Henry's Cosmic Cow comic strip, who has been sending him increasingly bizarre fan mail breaks into the apartment one night through the unlocked front door, kidnapping his puppet and vowing in a note to return before the end of the weekend. Interpreting the note as a threat on his life, Henry and Monroe set up a stakeout at the apartment with the help of a police officer who abruptly leaves them to fend for themselves when he is called away. And I don't think it's the cop that uh, Jackie's dating, although... We'll That'd be have, awkward, wouldn't it? Yeah, we'll just have to tune in next week for that one. See, all I said was, Henry's Cosmic Cow Puppet is kidnapped. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlist. Rate and review my show on Stitcher. And over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go. No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory.
stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at stitcher.com or in the App Store.